Okay. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to This is Hard by Parenting Naked Collaborative. This is Misty White. We've got Danan Moore here and Gretchen Levy. Hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we are starting to roll into the holiday season. And so we oh, wanted. Wait, I have something for this. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Gretchen. And just and I've got the um, Winter Wonderland song stuck in my head. Oh, that's Walking kind of a sweet song. Winter Wonderland. Yeah. We, I sing it a lot to my kids. I'm sure that they're like, mom, learn a different one. But <laughs> Jingle bells. Oh, nice. You can tell you've got kids. <laughs> Tambourine and jingle bells are ready. Um, Woohoo. The top of the segment. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Uh, you know, it's better late than never. You can just <laughs> jingle it when we need it, right? Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so just rolling into the holiday spirit and with everything that's going on, I think we wanted to try to do something a little bit lighthearted. I know for many people that the holidays are not easy. Uh, it's very complicated for you. And we are very mindful of everyone that the holiday seasons may not be the happiest times of the year. But we're hoping today we can just focus on some of the lighter parts, maybe the more fun parts or playful parts of the holidays. Um, you know, different foods that we like to eat, different customs, different cultural traditions, um, our belief systems on telling our kids about Santa or not, how we describe the holidays. So these are just some of the fun things that we're going to talk about today. So excuse me, it's uh, a week before Thanksgiving. So uh, by the time this airs, Thanksgiving will have come and gone. And we hope that you guys found things to be thankful for this, this holiday season, um, or if not had some really good food, uh, you know, hopefully you splurged a little bit on whatever traditional foods that you guys have eaten over Thanksgiving. So, uh, I would like to jump in just a little bit about, um, so for, for me, my family grew up in a uh, non-denominational Christian family. So for us, there was a religious uh, anchor to uh, Christmas, um, but also the commercial aspect of it. I mean, we definitely did the tree and the presents and, and all of that. Um, so that, that is we you know have Santa Claus. We've got uh, Christmas carols that go on in our house, but I know that that's not not everyone um, falls into that category. So, uh, girls, whenever you would like to, I'd like to hear you know how you guys were raised and what traditions and what traditions do you guys celebrate now? Okay, uh, did I go? <laughs> you want me to go? No, Gretchen, go ahead. <laughs> okay, um, I guess. So I am not religious. So my celebration of the holidays is purely based in tradition um, and just memories of, of celebrations growing up and things that I want my kids to experience. Um, my, my husband, my partner, Adam, is uh, uh, he was raised Jewish. So for the first few years that we were married, we definitely had like a Hanukkah tree and I really tried to just very much infuse Christmas with Hanukkah. And as the years have gone on, I've gotten away from that. And I've sort of just 
felt like there's a place for both of them. Mm -hmm. And um, so I don't feel like I have to only dress things up in blue and silver um, and white. I can do the whole spectrum of the Christmas colors. Um, so uh, it's fun having kids and being able to share just your favorite parts with them. Mm -hmm. um, I'm huge into the stockings, like the stocking oh. is my favorite part. So um, maybe I, you can give us some hints on what you stuff in those stockings. Oh, sure. I get all <laughs> kinds of weird with what I'll put in there. Um, so yeah, so I really I love, <laughs> um, I do say weird because like growing up in my stocking, I would get um, clementines and, oh, well. and stuff. And uh -huh. um, I, when I started in my adult life doing that, people were like, that's so weird. Why are you, what a clementine? Like, why are you putting clementine in there? I was like, I don't know. Cause that's always what I got in mind. Oh, there's such and, a historical value to that. That's fine. Yeah, I did find out. Mm -hmm. So I finally got mm -hmm. curious about it. So I think a couple of years ago, I did some research and it's like very Norwegian, which uh -huh. really makes sense given my, my um, ancestry. Um, so yeah, it's a Norwegian tradition and um, I still do that. So Oh, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, I get excited about the holidays and I think as excited as I get, I love doing the decorating. I also get really like anxious and stressed. Mm -hmm. So it's a very complicated relationship I have with holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As many people do for sure. Yeah. How about Danan? How about for you growing up? Yeah. So not religious, um, but lived with grandma and who grandma well, grandma was religious, mm -hmm. is religious. And so there was a piece of Christianity in it. But for us, just um, routine, family time, time to celebrate, reflect. Um, and so raising our kids, we do enjoy the holidays. I think we enjoy that it brings a different kind of cheer into the house. Um, mm -hmm. And we've created our own family traditions, which are fun. Uh, this year with coronavirus kind of taking over, we're bringing back some of our old traditions. So when the kids were little, we would do the advent calendars. And oh, um, mm -hmm. this year, I'm going to surprise them with an advent calendar thing again, oh, which nice. will be even more fun and exciting because what little things can you put into an advent calendar for teenagers? Um, <laughs> gift cards, yeah. uh, scratch tickets, um, yeah dollars I don't know so yeah we'll just chocolate really yummy chocolate yeah you're gonna um, have to tell us how that goes my kids are happy with like a little spinny top or a quarter I know. Or a dime. <laughs> it used to be a whole lot simpler but I think oh. they'll be surprised by having that as a, a thing we do again this year just to put a spin on it because mm -hmm. we we don't intend on seeing very many people I think um, mm -hmm. with the way the virus is going we're gonna try and be as low-key as we can with regards to stopping the spread um and so yeah I think here we're gonna make and bake our favorite dishes our mm -hmm. favorite cookies of course baking and um cooking are a big part of our family so we'll do that together and then you know I think sitting down and being intentional about watching our old favorite movies popping mm -hmm. some popcorn and just really kind of getting back to enjoying some of those old family moments we used to enjoy um, yeah. What are some of your guys' favorite, favorite movies? Like top, top three from the, the three of you. What are your top three 
Oh gosh, I don't know if I have three, but um, our top can, one or two. I could throw a book into it. Um, so I love the Christmas story. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that one's so funny. And then um, I David Sedaris is my favorite author, and he mm-hmm. wrote this book called Holidays on Ice which oh, is nice. just the most inappropriate Christmas stories that you can collect. <laughs> and I, I just love them. Like one of them is Diana, the Christmas whore. <laughs> a story about a time that his sister brought home a working woman um, for Christmas. That's so cute. just, I love that <laughs> book. Of course, you mm-hmm. can't read it out loud to the kids. And then the Polar Express. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a tradition here and we haven't done this for a few years, but on Christmas Eve, we all watch uh, National National Lampoon's Christmas, Christmas Vacation, yeah. of course. Yeah, time. I can't say that's my favorite, um, mm. but I live with three boys or <laughs> young men and uh-huh. their husband. And so they love it. They get mm-hmm. a kick out of it every time we watch it. So that's a must on our list. Yeah. Me personally, I like uh, the holiday. I really like that one a lot because it's just a cute little romantic comedy um, with just some really fun actors in it. Uh, Elf always is a funny one for the family. And uh, we watch uh, The Grinch and there we've got three different versions of The Grinch that we really like quite a bit. Um, But I think our favorite one is the newest one that just came out. Um, that we like quite a bit the cartoon one but yeah we we really enjoy those those ones my kids we I make them watch it sometimes all year round so (laughs) it's like sometimes when Christmas comes they're like mom we've watched this like 20 times already and I'm like yeah but now it's really Christmas and we watch it again (laughs) do you guys think there's anything new that you're going to do this year just to kind of take up more time and space and bring the family together um I don't I think it's a good question. One, I have always tried to make Christmas just as magical as I can for kids. Um, I mean, my kids in particular, obviously, just because it's such, if you want it to be a fun time of year, you can make it a fun time of year. So it drives my husband crazy. He's always like, Missy, not like, why, why do we have to be so over the top at home? But I like to decorate, you know, the day after Thanksgiving and put all the decorations up. And I like the house to smell like Christmas. So, you know, like a lot of cinnamon and a lot of clove and all spice and pumpkin spice that we'd like to bake. I try to bake. Um, traditionally, we do pizzelles. My family really likes pizzelles quite a bit. And so it's tax. I mean, that's a that's a huge commitment. It takes a long time to, you know, make every single one of them. Um, but the kids love it. They love to sit down and help, but they peter out probably 20 minutes into it because they're like, we're bored. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got a family tradition of making um, Zazvaniki, which is uh, from Italy and Sicily that have been around for a while. So incorporating that from my, my maternal, my maternal grand, grandmother's recipes. Um, yeah. So baking, we really like to do a lot of baking around that time. Just a lot of Christmas cookies. I like to do the feast. I like to do turkey and ham or um, prime ribs, you know, stuff like that. But I guess anything new, I, I mean, gosh, I think I would have to be really creative to figure out something new because we do the advent calendar because my kids are still young. Um, And so I like having 
them, but we have to do like three advent calendars or put three little things in each because I have three kids. So, but we have introduced an, a new member of our family that just came to quarantine uh, two nights ago. So we got a new elf on the shelf. <laughs> so my kids have named him Trey. So we have four elves on the shelf as <laughs> it stands right now. Um, and we're not as hardcore as some other people can be with elves on the shelf. Like I think some families can be extremely manipulative with it. Like the elf is watching and is gonna, you know, tell Santa and you're not gonna get Christmas or kind of this elf is like gonna get you in trouble. Uh, we, we more like to see what kinds of funny things the elves will be up to. So um, they found some lanterns um, that I had sitting empty. And so they're each quarantine in their each individual lantern. And so they took <laughs> some of the great. kids' candy and uh, took one of Adler's masks and is using it as a blanket. And the kids are really enjoying that. Now, they've Aww. only been here for two days, but they've got a quarantine for 14 days before they can really go into full effect with their shenanigans. Uh, my husband loves to <laughs> to put the elves in predicaments or like breaking into stuff. And it's just super cute to watch the kids' reactions in the morning. My mind doesn't work that way. I'm not as creative as my husband and my kids are. So my husband will like create these elaborate things that they're doing. I'm like, the kids are never going to get that. And then sure enough, so we will wake up and be like, oh my God, like, come look what this elf is doing. And I'm like, oh my God, like they totally get it. So maybe just try to incorporate more fun shenanigans for our little elves to get into once they're out of quarantine um, with that. So yeah. And I think it's important for me to, to maybe this year um, introduce different ways that different cultures um, celebrate the holidays. Um, You know, I think it's just is so nice for them to know what other walks of life experience. Even though I grew up in a Christian family, um, I don't necessarily land on the, you know, talking about Christ and what, what it's all about. I mean, they know the premise of it, but it's not like everything that we, we focus on. And Randall's not religious at all. Um, last year, <laughs> we drove past like the manger scene and bless Randall's heart. He looks at me and he goes, I don't know who any of those people are. <laughs> and I was like what and I'm like are you joking right now you don't know who any of the people the are baby the- Jesus yeah he, he kind of yeah I mean obviously he knows that but he didn't know any of the other characters and I'm like did you live under a rock like how have you gotten through your childhood and he's like because I just don't care he's like I don't care that's not why I'm celebrating Christmas and stuff but um, I'm like oh my gosh so it really kind of lit my bulb to go well let's teach them about all of it you know or as much as we can how different uh cultures and different religions really celebrate this holiday if they do at all right I mean Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who don't even do that so I guess that's my long 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 answer to your question (laughs) I I have a question question for the two of you I I um, am curious, do you do your Christmas dinner on Christmas night or Christmas Eve? I think people can go either way. Well, Denon, do you, do you want me to answer or do you? I can answer. So because we share time with different families, we have Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve and we have Christmas dinner on Christmas. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how my life has been forever. We've always split our time between families. And so since um, I have be, been reunited with my family, Misty's family, mm-hmm. um, we all get together and share Christmas Eve together, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So in our household, we, we, I grew up doing Christmas Eve at um, my maternal grandparents' house. And then on Christmas day, we would do the big dinner at my maternal grandmother's house, grandparents' house. So now growing up in our adult lives, my mom puts on a huge display. Um, it's a, a whole evening event. You have to show up at like three or four in the afternoon and it lasts clear until the evening. It can be exhausting, but beautiful. Um, <laughs> Danan and her family have definitely been sucked in uh, into <laughs> part of it, and which my mom absolutely loves. So we will have it, the whole spread um, that night. And then now on Christmas day, we're trying to incorporate Christmas breakfast with just the immediate family in the morning. So, you know, we totally, we typically do like a Uh, pancakes or waffles or something like that in the morning and then in the evening it will be a Randall side of the family that we go to and and I feel like they they have more of like a buffet type style and not so much the big Christmas meal so um, yeah if we're looking for just like that big Christmas meal it's typically Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. how about your family you know I think we always did well, so my grandma's birthday was on Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. So we always, so we always did both Christmas Eve and Christmas night. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How about in your household now? Um. Well, I wasn't sure what to do since I'm, I'm the, I'm the goy, you know, I'm the, I'm the Gentile of the, of the group. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sort of like the ambassador for Christmas. So I'm supposed to know these things, but I didn't really know what to do. And I, I, um, so I think we did last year, I'm trying to remember, I think we did Christmas Eve. We always do Christmas breakfast with mimosas and coffee and cinnamon rolls, like an egg bake, you know, like that. What's an egg bake? Like Like an egg casserole. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Like a big casserole and a big pan, not a quiche, but like casserole with sausage and croutons and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. lots of cheese. That's the one I made last year was, um, it had like bread in it. It was like a, it was so good. It was Mm -hmm. not like a strata, but a, I don't know. Yeah. An egg bake. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds yummy. To call it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I, you know, this year, I think it's just going to be really different for, for everybody in the context of even if you're like working in in corporations. I mean, Gretchen and I, how we met each other was at the residential treatment facility. And uh, we used to have tons of Christmas parties to go to depending on (laughs) where you landed. It was exhausting, like depending on how many areas of the company you worked at, you would sometimes have four or five, six different holiday parties and then the clinical team would get together and have a huge get together and I have a feeling that this year it's that none of that's really going to be happening Um, and Mm -hmm. so it's going to be kind of quiet and maybe for some people that's going to feel amazing (laughs) for some people 
I'm looking forward to a quiet Christmas. Um, Mm -hmm. I always feel conflicted about who I need to hang out with or be with for the holidays because I have divorced parents and Mm -hmm. how to be, you know, how to find that balance or whose turn it is or whatever. And to not have that pressure around the holidays this year is kind of a relief. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Uh, This year too. I mean, every year we try to um, donate or volunteer. I mean, we can't really do a whole lot of volunteer things because our kids are still too young. So, you know, like food pantries and stuff like that. I think you have to be a little bit older, but this year uh, we're trying to teach our our kids about money and the value of money. And so they, when they earn money, they can, they have to put some into savings. They have to put some into where they're going to donate and then their actual spending cash. So I have really been challenging my oldest too, that they need to find a place that they want to donate their money to. And so, um, Zoe, she always, she always switches her mind <laughs> very quickly, but she, um, I think it wants to help a, a homeless shelter right now. And Adler still hasn't figured it out yet, but um, I think he's looking for like a, a, a nature preserve um, to donate some money to. So we're trying to also broaden people's horizon that it's not just a time for giving gifts, but it's a time for you know, donating and helping support people in that capacity. So we're trying to lean into that a little bit more and find what is the best organization that's going to fit what they, they want to donate to as well. And so Randall and I have been looking into that, but we haven't landed on one yet. We'll get there. That's a great idea. Awesome. I love that idea. Yeah. Um, How about the whole topic of Santa Claus? Do you guys ever... Like, do the kids ask? I mean, obviously, Danon, your kids are a little bit older, but I think Carter yeah. believed for a, a long time. Like, where where does he stand on that? Oh, of course, they don't believe now. But I think Andrew might have been maybe eight years old when he approached me and said, hey, I know that the Easter bunny isn't real. And then very quickly connected all the dots. Like, well, I know if that's the case, then it's the tooth fairy and it's Santa and you know mm-hmm. nobody's real and I said to him I said well you're absolutely right but we will still have fun and pretend and you have to go along with that until your brother and your cousins um have this a similar belief and yeah. so I think we just played it out but in reality I think you know we probably thought Carter still believed in Santa till he was like 12 or 13 uh-huh. but I don't if we were to ask him today I don't think he <laughs> would admit to that I think he would say <laughs> that he was just kind of leading us all on but uh-huh. we still do the Santa thing so Sean mm-hmm. and I still have a lot of fun um picking out Santa gifts and you know pretending that Santa came that night mm-hmm. and you know we're purely amusing ourselves Andrew yeah. and Carter could care less the good news is <laughs> They don't feel like they need to wake up at four in the morning anymore to Hallelujah. see what Santa brought. So we can all sleep <laughs> until normal hour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I think the earliest we got up ever one Christmas was three in the morning. <gasps> and no. then we had a hard and fast rule that until the alarm clock said 7 a.m., no one was getting out of bed. <laughs> you guys are sweet. I'd be like, uh-uh, we're going back to bed. But yeah, yeah. yeah that- <laughs> mom's not a morning person yeah Yeah. Yeah, we do we do santa i play up santa for sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, leaving the cookies out mm-hmm. and the whole deal. It's so yeah. fun. It is fun. I mean, yeah, I know that there's some people out there who are like, oh, it's just trickery and manipulation and like a piece of me is just like, oh, but then the other piece is like, this is part of the magic of Christmas too. And so um, my kids are starting to come to that age. I mean, Zoe's 10 and and Adler's eight and and Memphis just thinks everything's magical at three. Um, But Zoe's starting to put things together, you know, uh, like with the elf on the shelf, she writes them notes. And then last night I answered them. And when I went out during our break, she goes, mom, the weirdest thing, they all have the same handwriting. (laughs) And I was like, fuck, Uh, I didn't even think about that. And I was like, well, Santa must have like a a school, a workshop school that teaches them to write that way. And And membership class. class. And it all looks the same. And so I'm like, oh my God, Zoe, you're starting to ask just the right questions that it's going to get harder for me to like answer these things. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like some of this stuff, you know, like they're like, mom, how, how does the tooth fairy know when we, when we lose a tooth and how do they know our address? Like when, when we leave the hospital or something. And so now I've just come up with this horrible lie that, uh, we get their emails and, uh, <laughs> their phone numbers that we can text them that we're given it to them at the hospital when we have a baby. <laughs> oh, I'm like, this is going to come back to haunt me one day. And so like, they totally believe it. They're just like, yeah, when every family walks out of the hospital, they get like a collection of like phone numbers and, and email addresses so they can, can talk to all of, you know, new family. Family. yeah. And all of that. So I'm like, oh my God. Um, but now we're, we're rubbing up against the, like, are they real? And so I keep trying to say, you know what, they're real. If you believe that they're real. So if you're believing that they're real, then they're real to you. But if you start to not believe, then they don't become real to you anymore. And, and that seems to land and they're like, okay, well, I believe still. And I'm like, okay, but you know, the kid down the street may not believe that they're real anymore and tell you that they're not real. And that's just because they're not believing anymore. But yeah, yeah, I love that. That's like the bell Mm -hmm. and the polar express where people that believe can hear it jingle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because I've never seen the Polar Express. Oh, you guys need to watch it. It's really sweet. Yeah, the sweet. kids have seen it because they watch it yeah. at school and stuff. But it's one of those that, like, it's been on in the background as I've been doing things, but have never sat down from like beginning to end with it. So maybe we'll do that this year. Figure that out. <laughs> well, happy holidays! Yes, yay! <laughs> so, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We all know and appreciate that the holidays are going to be very different for many different reasons this year, but we hope that you guys can put down your phones, get off social media, and really just connect with your family in whatever way that looks like. Uh, Try to be safe, you know, follow the guidelines of just celebrating with minimal people and know that hopefully this too shall pass. Um, But we hope that you guys catch the holiday spirit and surround yourself with holiday love and joy and the music that is already playing in supermarkets (laughs) near you and (laughs) on the radio so So true yes (laughs) well thank you you guys so much for listening and like always uh, we know this is hard but you're not alone and happy holidays 
Happy holidays! <laughs> ho, ho, ho! <laughs> Thank you for listening to This Is Hard, our podcast celebrating the hilarious, beautiful, horrific, mysterious, untold, unspoken, disgusting, and amazing adventures of becoming and being a parent. Brought to you by Misty White, Gretchen Levy, and me, Danan Moore. To learn more about This Is Hard, our podcast, follow our organization, Parenting Naked Collaborative, on the web at parentingnaked.com, on Facebook or Instagram at Parenting Naked. Thank you, and until next time, be well.